Podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Amy Pascal, your host, and with me is Larissa Chapman. We've had a we've we had an interesting relationship this week. <laughs> it kind of got a little emotional at the end of last mm-hmm. minute. Um, I know it's been a bit of a tumultuous week, hasn't it? It it, it has. It has. <laughs> it's been very controversial um, with our controversial statements and a lot of fashion talk, and mm-hmm. uh, you know after. After the last minute, I did have to go get some ice cream, so yeah. I'm now sitting here with an, uh, an ice cream sundae of sorts to make me feel better about your feelings mm-hmm. about Molly Ringwald. I know, I know. But, it's going to be okay. I know I, I stand alone on it, and it's fine. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You, uh, I get it. All right. We're just, you know, we're just, we're just going to get on with Clueless Minute on. 77. We're going to get on with Clueless Minute 77, and which, you know... It, it starts with Ty giving more reasons why Josh is obviously into her <laughs> and ends with her getting mad when Cher isn't into her plan to nab him for her. Again, you know, as we talked about last minute, my heart is totally with Ty as yeah. she keeps giving more pieces. Like, you know, the next thing that she starts into with this minute is, you know, at like the time at the frat party where she was dancing by herself and Josh came over to dance with her. It's not just him being a nice person. It's it's clear that he is totally in love with her. Clear. It's like mm. that. I mean, that's the thing. It's like when you have a crush on somebody, like mm. every little thing becomes a dem- demonstration of their adoration for you. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that's what it is. Like, it's not... Because we all know Josh is a nice guy, and I'm sure he would dance with anyone that he thinks is quite sad to cheer them up. But no, he chose... He did it for Ty as a declaration of his love. Yeah, I, I actually scrolled back to that minute in the um, in the movie and mm. that scene, and because for some reason I thought that uh, Cher had asked Josh to do this, but she hadn't. She was dancing with Christian. But throughout the, the whole dance, he is constantly making eye contact with Cher. That's what I, yeah, he's looking at her, hey, the whole time. He's totally looking at mm. her. And Cher, you know, says to Christian, oh my God, look, you know, Josh is dancing with Ty. Like, he doesn't want her to feel left out. And shortly thereafter, Ty looks over and like kind of gives his cute Josh, you know, shrug. Mm. And then they start dancing again. And it is just this, um, like, moment where... God, you just, it's like, I feel like you feel, you feel everything because you know that Ty, like, has just gotten over the Elton uh, uh, heartbreak, uh, and you do much better than I do, um, <laughs> the, the heartbreak over him, and it's good that she's, like, moving on and feeling really positive yeah. about something, and it's not just like she's, and she's not going from mooning over one boy to mooning over another, like, she's really feeling positive, and she could take action, and, like, she's convinced that he likes her back, Yeah, and... As an audience, we all know that's not true. And as the audience, we also know that Cher totally has hearts in her eyes over Josh. She's just not aware of it yet. It's yeah. like, you know, and she, as as you said, like, she is so not aware of what's going on here yet and what her feelings are. And sitting outside on the side of, like, you know, the movie screen or the TV screen, like, we 
we feel that like we feel it for both of them yeah yeah it's definitely like it's an awful situation to be in and i do this is actually one <clears throat> excuse me sorry one part of the scene where ty actually does ask if Cher's okay like she does finally clock that mm-hmm. Cher is not just doing okay and she does ask very briefly and uh of course uh after Cher gives her I had two mochaccinos and I feel like Ralphing. I love the phrase Ralphing. That is a very American thing. I've never said that word in my entire life. I think it's also, you know, as we've been kind of, you know, addressing a lot of the 90s aspects Mm. of the movie, I think that's more of a term that you would hear back then. Like, I mean, I think, no, but but it is a, you're absolutely right. It is very much an American Mm. term. Um, I'm actually somebody who gets, I get really squicked about anything involving vomit. Um, <laughs> like, to the point where I cannot hear stories. Wow. Um, I can't, uh, I, God, one of the worst things was, I never get, I was seeing John Stewart live when he was doing stand-up, and he was telling the story about his dog who kept throwing up and doing things, and I had to, we were in, like, this big thing in down at West Point, and I had to, like, stick my fingers in my ears, fold my ears over them, <laughs> cover them with my hands, and hum to myself, uh-huh. because otherwise I was going to throw up right there. Like, it's not yeah. just a, like, yeah, yeah. That's a serious so, reaction. <laughs> it, is a, it is a very serious reaction, so I had to say, like, I, it was kind of nice, because the, the word Ralphing mm-hmm. doesn't make me have that reaction, so I appreciated it. That's true. Uh, That's true. It doesn't, it doesn't sound like was, what it is at all. Like, exactly. I want to yeah. Ralph. Like, that could be many, many things. <laughs> <laughs> it could. That just reminded me of I want to shoot. Instead of I want to Ralph. Keeping <laughs> <laughs> the 90s hip-hop going. I like it. I like it. Well, I, I do love me some salt and pepper. And oh, I do, yeah. I've always loved shoot. And um, I tell you, after I, after seeing Dead Deadpool, oh, I yeah. got the soundtrack. Like, it's such a good soundtrack, and that's on it. So mm. that's going to be in my head for the rest of the night. But that's good. It's all good. It's a good movie to have in my head. Mm-hmm. A good song, rather. But um, but yeah, no, you're right. Like, she finally asked her, and but if you kind of watch Cher's face as Ty keeps talking about uh, how all the all the lovely, wonderful things that Josh does, you yeah. know, Cher's kind of on this. She's kind of looking off, and it feels like she's riding on this yeah josh is great trip with ty yeah and it's like once she starts i feel like she almost starts to question on her face and again this is all due to like alicia silverstone's acting which is amazing because like she doesn't say this but it feels like she goes from yeah josh is a really great person who would do these things and oh maybe he does like ty yeah and and that is when she gets like even and then she gets even sadder and her eyes get super cheery yeah. and and Ty asks her like is she okay and the the other thing which I thought was really funny is um, especially with Ty's obliviousness as it because the music in this scene is some of the most heavy handed music in <laughs> the movie <laughs> it 
like, it is like, it is like, as soon as Ty starts talking about Josh and you see that, like, Shara's realization, it's like, sad music, sad music, sad music. <laughs> and then it, like, swells in sadness because Cher is getting sadder and sadder <laughs> and sadder. <laughs> and it's like, Ty, Ty, how can you be oblivious to all of this sadness? Like, because, like, she has tears in her eyes and all the music in the background <laughs> is so obviously heart-wrenching and, like, you know, underlying all of Cher's sadness. It is just, oh, man. But, again, I man, think oh, man. after that, Tiger, like, if you saw your friend, like, you're talking to a friend, and you could clearly see she looked like she was going to cry. And mm-hmm. you're like, no, are you okay? And she's like, oh, well, I had two mochaccinos, and I felt like Ralphing. Ty's just like, okay, that seems like a reasonable explanation. Anyway, like, she doesn't kind of mm-hmm. go, really? Like, you sure you're okay? Like, that's just more, I guess, her going back to her complete kind of focus on herself after that. Because she doesn't even, because she, like, does that pretend kind of empathizing. Like, oh, I know exactly how that feels. And then the story she gives has nothing to do <laughs> with what Cher's talked about. Like, I was like, that doesn't, there's no link between those two things, Ty. Like, Cher having two mochaccinos and feeling like Ralphing does not connect to your story about the difference between high school girls and college girls. Like, what? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no oh. kind of link. That's just Ty not really listening and just doing, I no. guess, the token, oh, are you okay? Okay, good. I can go back to talking about myself now. So. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And mm. and, and how, so uh, we, we touched on this a little bit last minute, Miss Larissa. How do you feel about Josh's assessment that high school girls <laughs> wear more makeup <laughs> than uh, college girls i know i know i was wondering whether whether that is josh's actual assessment or whether that's ty's interpretation of josh's mm-hmm. assessment of the difference between mm-hmm. college and high school because i do not want to believe that josh slash paul rudd would be that awful and kind of going well girls you know girls who wear less makeup are better for whatever reason like such a superficial horrible thing that means nothing um so that's well, what I'm choosing I to believe almost... that. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I kind of feel like, you know, as we were talking about, you know, when you like somebody and you blow up all the things that they say, mm. um, I can see it just being a conversation yeah. where, like, not so much that they are better, but just saying that, um, oh, I noticed that, you know, when girls get into college, they don't tend to wear as much makeup as high school girls. Mm. And that could be a simple, a yeah. simple statement. True. And and I think that on some levels that's true because, you know, for the most part, like you're in class all the, you know, you're in class all the time. You're either staying up late working, you're getting up early, like to mm-hmm. go to class. And if you don't need to be presentable and, you know, at, at, you know, I think like after a month or two into each semester, yeah. um, Especially if the weather's crappy. And, like, I went to school in Buffalo, New York. And let me tell you, like, by November, when it's crappy out, like, everybody and you, especially if you have an 8 o'clock in the morning class or whatever, yeah, you were rolling out as a, in whatever you have that you are remotely presentable in. And that just basically means, like... You don't have visible stains on your clothes, you know, like, you know, the amount of people who just wear, like, hats to class because they don't want to take a shower. Yeah. So, I think that's a lot of, like, where the makeup comes in. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they're out in California, and it's a different world. Um, I mean, I could even see, like, Josh saying, oh, yeah, like, college girls 
don't tend to wear, although he probably doesn't know, like, quote unquote, like women who have graduated. Oh, that's not really quote unquote, but like, <laughs> like, he doesn't really know. I was going to call them real women, but then that sounded terrible. So, um, being controversial again, we need something. So, I, <laughs> I know, I know. Real women. I'm taking a stand on real women. They are women who are no longer in school. Like, that is what that, damn it, that's what I'm saying. And sometimes they wear makeup. Mm -hmm. I really just probably guess that they probably had a conversation about it. Yeah. And they were just talking about, um, oh, excuse me, like, like what he notices or Mm. like maybe they were just talking about like clothing or style. And she, of course, and Ty, of course, took it as, oh, you like college girls more because they're not like high school girls. And this is the reason why. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and so that was kind of like my, my take on it, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, yeah. And she immediately makes her, uh, shares sadness and shares ridiculous reasoning, um, all about her. Yeah. And, and in a way that does not relate to like what Cher said at all. No, no. So she's just, like I said, she's just doing the token check-in. Yep, you're okay. Good. Anyway, back to me <laughs> and what's going on with me right now. <laughs> okay. Um, I need to clarify something you just said. Because mm. um, I don't know if it is a cute uh, Australian colloquialism oh, or if I, I just missed her. No, no, no. No. I also may have misheard you. Mm. So did you say that Ty did the token check-in? Yeah. Like check-in on Ty? Okay. I thought you said that uh, Ty did the token chicken. <laughs> yeah. As, token as chicken. if like that, like a token chicken, like, oh, like, I'm going to ask you something, but I really don't care. You know, like in Australia, we call that the token chicken. Like, so. Amy, you haven't heard of that? God. Yeah. No. That's, I like it. Token chicken. That's what <laughs> it's. I've. I feel like the token chicken is like when you're making small talk with yeah. somebody yeah. that you should care about, but you really don't. You really don't. Like you are, yeah, you're really into like, like there's the people that are just telling their own stories yeah. and it's, it, you know, almost like these, well, enough about me. What do you think about me? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's a, that could be a token chicken line. Yeah. Yeah. And now, and like, I think we should get it out there as a phrase to be used. Like, you know, are you token chickening me right now? Like, if you feel like someone's not really listening to you. <laughs> yes! Yeah, that, that is our interactive part of... You um, said it in a I'm... sentence this week, guys. <laughs> oh, you know him. He's always about the token yeah, chicken. Uh... Like, or you can barely get through a conversation without three token chicken remarks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> the music is telling us how sad Cher is, and She's Cher so is telling us so sad. And what Cher does is she returns to her like condescending tone of voice mm. and says, "You know, do you really think you'd be good with Josh?" And then kind of pauses for a minute, and says, "Like he's a school nerd." <laughs> like, I've heard of someone being a nerd. But, like, specifically a school nerd. Like, I've just never heard that phrase other than in this movie, I think. I think, I mean, I've never heard the phrase. Well, I guess I probably school have. Nerd. But I think, I don't think it's something that's, like, used, but it, mm. it's just more like he's super academic. Yeah. He's super, super about his studies. Like, yeah. um, he's not the kind of guy that's going to have a good time. Like, he's mm. just going to be, like, worrying about, like, school um, and his classes and mm. blah, 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 blah. Okay. And, um... 
I think like, but I think honestly, because there's that pause mm. uh, between, do you think you'd be good with Josh and he's a school nerd? It's share grasping mm. at a reason that Ty should not be interested in him. Yeah. Like she, because she still is that good friend, you know, she's still conflicted. And I, again, as we talked about it, I don't think she really knows what she's feeling. Um, I think she's just trying to throw anything in there to mm. try to convince Ty that they would make a very bad, bad match. Her reasoning is terrible yes. and it just insults Ty. Yes. Yes. Which I can understand. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like someone's saying to me, mm, are you sure you'd be right for that guy? He's pretty smart, which is pretty much what Cher is saying. Exactly. I'd be like, exactly. uh, excuse me. <laughs> so I get like why Ty gets so offended. I would feel the exact same way if a friend told me I was too dumb to date someone mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like absolutely mm-hmm. you know it's like being told to, or or i think like being told that somebody's too smart or like oh he's really super smart are you sure you'd be good with him yeah. is, is just what like a tiny step a half a step below then do you really think you you guys would make a good pair i mean he's really hot yeah like <laughs> oh my gosh yes that would, that would, the only thing that would be worse than being called, like, too stupid to yeah. date somebody. Yeah. And, uh, so, to, and Ty confronts Cher, and it's mm-hmm. like, do you think I'm a mentally challenged airhead? Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the Cher obviously doesn't think that, you know, Ty is good enough for Josh. And Cher just, again, who, this girl who everything is in her life is going wrong, and she, you know, whereas before... She could always find the right turn of phrase to convince somebody of anything. Yeah. And she's already, like, totally made a mess of it with calling, you know, basically saying Ty's too stupid. Mm -hmm. Says that, like, she just doesn't think that, you know, Ty and Josh don't mesh well together. Yes. Yes. That's a a more diplomatic way of saying it. Probably what she should have said in the first place, (laughs) as opposed to, he's too smart for you. She probably just shouldn't have said anything. Yeah. But I think she's been so emotional. Yeah. With everything that's been going on Mm. that, you know, her filter isn't there. And it's not, like, she doesn't really understand it. Because she doesn't understand why she's so upset about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So she is just kind of, like, lashing out. And... Or when she's already in such a highly emotional state between just failing her driver's license for the first time in her life, learning that she cannot talk her way out of something that she's failed. Mm -hmm. Who knows, like, who are her friends? And she may have actually had to have walked back from DMV and is really sad (laughs) that her car is, like, back there. So (laughs) trying to figure out who's going to drop me off to pick up my car. Those silver shoes would have been ruined if she's done that long walk. There's a lot going Mm -hmm. on. There's a lot going on. Yeah, I agree. Oh, my God. She doesn't have that. Because, like you said, everything's falling down. She doesn't have that filter of maybe I shouldn't say this. It's just, I'm sure she had that, as we were discussing before, that terrible gut feeling and just blurted that out. That's the first thing that's come to her head. Oh my God, oh, Josh is a school nerd. You know, you shouldn't date him. She's just, like you said, just yeah. kind of grasping at anything to convince Ty not to date him and not really understanding why she's so, I guess, kind of invested in it. Oh, yeah. No, completely. And... And then Ty gets really mad. Yeah. And she, you, and rightfully so. Yeah. Like, I think rightfully so. And I think this is, you know, I know a lot of people uh, feel that Ty is her favorite character, but I think that this is the moment. And, you know, in retrospect, I probably should be more understanding, but this is the moment that makes me dislike Ty. Yeah. Like, so much so that, like, it casts a pall over the entire movie. 
because um, she, I understand why she's mad mm-hmm. at Cher. And then she snaps and says, you know, like, why am I even listening to you to begin with? This minute cuts off before <laughs> our our favorite line. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. And so um, we did get special dispensation to talk about the next <laughs> line that comes up. However, we are controversial renegades so we're not going to clearly state that we did get special dispensation mm-hmm. um and do you do you want to say the line or do no you, you go for it line? you go for it okay so then when ty says <laughs> you know i you know why am i even listening to you she says you're a virgin who can't drive boom mic drop yeah <laughs> mic drop and then and then right after that is like you know um Cher's mic drop is way harsh, Ty. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. I mean, like, like that is just, like, and the thing is, like, that is how, I don't want to say that's how girls fight, mm. but I think that's the thing. It's like, you know, you've got two people that are highly emotional, and, you, and they're yeah. not working with filters, mm-hmm. and, you know, and it's like, Cher is a mess, and Ty has been the mess and she's been the one who has needed the shoulder to cry on and she's finally feeling better about herself mm. um because she doesn't you know because she's finally feeling better and she's feeling positive and she's looking forward to you know um this flirtation with josh and everything that's going on and she feels it like Cher has come in and kind of made her feel awful about it um and she's angry so i get why she's angry but, uh, like, I mean, that is, I mean, that is such an amazing insult. And, it's so nasty. It, it's, like, cut straight to the core. I was like, oh, like. It, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it like, sums up all like, Cher's insecurities in, like, one sentence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and was it, you know, and like you said, like, you know, what's interesting, too, is, like, she, this, her virginity was never something that she was insecure about. Yeah. But. You know, she was taken back quite a bit when she realizes that Christian's gay. Like, you know, when she finds mm. out pretty much when Murray tells them, like, yeah. tells her indeed that, like, Murray's, or that Christian's gay. Because she had never seen that. And, like, that was, again, like, another piece where, she, like, her uh, perception and, like, you know, the things that she pride herself on mm. are, are breaking. And, like... I think, you know, yeah, she was going to lose her virginity to Christian. So not only did she not see that he was gay, but like, you know, even in a way of arguing around it, like she couldn't be the amazing girl that he would, you know, still sleep with. Yeah. Like just because like she was awesome. And then we know that she just like utterly failed her, her exam, like her driving exam. So yeah, Ty just like totally went and hit it the gut, like totally took her down. And it really was way harsh, Ty. <laughs> like... It was way, <laughs> way harsh, Ty. Yeah, yeah. And like, like I said, I do understand why Ty gets upset because what Cher mm-hmm. says is kind of nasty. But at the same time, I guess if Ty was a better friend, she would notice Cher was really upset and maybe wouldn't take what she's saying quite as personally as she does because she gets she gets nasty really quick after that. And like you said. I feel the same way. Yeah. Like after seeing Ty like that, like you see that really kind of nasty side of her, it does kind of cast a 
look at it you look at her in a different light after that you're like wow you're not this sweet little innocent thing that you have been previously so the you know you almost kind of wonder like who she was before she came to the school yeah. and it, again it's like i kind of feel like like super judgmental um i do have to say though that Brittany murphy makes the best face when she says that she line. does like agreed. it it is like <laughs> daggers in her eyes mm-hmm. like like here's the, if you if you're gonna deliver a line like that you are you want to deliver it exactly the way that Brittany murphy does it agreed. like it is it's spectacular like it's it's the face that i want to know that if i'm gonna cut somebody down with like <laughs> like that is going to be the face that i'm gonna do it with so i feel like we may need to practice that um <laughs> you know um but yeah but 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 that is kind of the thing that everything turns on yeah. for me for ty because I always thought she was sweet and kind mm. of dopey. Yeah. Like, she was never quite my favorite character, but it's kind of funny because if you really think about the, the whole movie, I mean, Amber is not a nice person. Like, she can be kind of bitchy. I don't know if we can say that on here, but, like, <laughs> you know, she's, um, yeah, we'll believe it out. Like, you know, but she can be snippy and mm. she can definitely be mean, but she is not going for the jugular. No, I think so too. And you can obviously see, obviously, Amber's a super insecure person like it's quite obvious as well so i think with her that kind of snippiness is obviously her being super envious of Cher and super insecure as to you know what she is so it's not coming from a nasty place whereas yeah i think the thai thing is coming from a nasty place yeah like it's it's the wind up and the punch Mm, like you only you only get the punch but that's because like she has like wound herself up and And again, totally understand why she's angry, totally understand why she's upset, but it does seem like she's kind of egging on Cher in a place that, uh, where Cher is already like very, very emotionally like wrong. Mm. And so that's it. So I guess, so next, in the next minute, um, the next group of people, we'll get to discuss this further next week. Mm. Um, But yeah, you're, you're, it's like, like, yeah, like she, I'm trying to think like, how do you go, like she goes from total like being a total chicken to like yeah i want and like ending that there like with our 90s conversation Mm. i the only thing i can really think of is the ralphing comment i mean people may still use it now but Mm -hmm. i think ralphing is like that sort of slang that you know they're going oh and the mochaccinos yeah mochaccinos now i mean you don't even really hear that i mean people will say mocha yeah or you know but like mocha chinos and especially in california at that point mm-hmm. like that's where people are going to be getting like you know all the fancy espresso drinks where like you know on the east coast you're still you know maybe i don't even think like like starbucks had really gotten that big like starbucks i think started going wider in um uh 96 or 97 mm-hmm I would say, like, in the U.S. So, you, know, you see a couple of them around, but it really was, you know, a little bit later. So, Mochaccino just really feels like a California, yeah. like, 90s, 90s thing that people would be doing. But, yeah, I think that's probably it, because other than that, there's, there's not really much else that's changed in this scene. Yeah. That's that's about it. They're still wearing their amazing outfits. I do like, I have, we haven't talked about this before, I do like that um ty's headband matches her the color of her top like the little pink headband i think that's a nice touch (laughs) no it It is a nice touch like her her outfit is very very sweet Mm -hmm. which i think is 
also kind of very interesting juxtaposition for her in this entire scene. That's true. Because, like, she... I love the plaid. I love the jacket. And mm. then, like, her... Her knee-high is a little bit more opaque than Cher's knee-highs. Mm. And, um, and her headband and, you know, like the, like the pinks and the pinks, you know, it's like, was it the lighter pink? And then her, her plaid or her tartan is like a pink and black, like a darker pink and black. Yeah. And she feels very sweet. And you almost kind of see her, like, you know, when you're coming into the scene a couple of minutes ago, um... That she's going to be that sweet person that we've mm. seen before. Yeah. And, you know, this is a really the first time that she has turned, like, like been nasty. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and I'm sure that there were other levels to Char, like, you know, kind of always being slight. I don't want to say talking down to her, but I think she has talked down to Ty. Yeah. Well, she always sees her as like, a, as I said, the little pet project, pretty much. Yeah. And that, yeah, mm. like in that way. Mm. And, but I, yeah, but I think it's it's an interesting, yeah, like juxtaposition for, for the, the meanness that comes out of her by the end of the scene mm. and this like super cute little outfit. Yeah. And, you know, we first see her and she's giggling with Josh and and yeah and all of these things to to getting to a point where where she is just literally going going for the jugular to take share down yeah but because she's already been hurt yeah all right well um i think that's it for this minute uh we are finishing up this week so miss larissa i think for our interactive section instead of plugs Mm. for you um we want to get people to start using the term total chicken Yes, token chicken. I will use token it in chicken. A, token chicken. Use it in a sentence this week, guys. <laughs> I'm giving you. I, you're all my pet projects. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're all my ties. So let's use the word token chicken in a sentence this week, guys. Um, oh my god! Tweet it, Amy. Because I'm, I'm not on Twitter. Um, tweet it as if, and let us know how you use it and how it went, and see if anyone questions you on it. Or just accepts it as, you know, a phrase that people are using now. Let us know. Oh, yeah. I would love to know if people question it. Especially mm. if you just use it and, like, don't even... Yeah, don't give it context. To... No. <laughs> like, and and also double points if you get the word sporadically in there. So... <laughs> yes! You know, something like, oh, you know what? I, I fully admit that sometimes I'm, I'm a token chicken, but... Mm. But it's only sporadically. There we go. As an example, as an example guys. A good example. Uh, so, <laughs> so we look forward to hearing all your token mm-hmm. chickens. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Amy Pop and on the web in general at theamypascal.com. Um, thank you. You have been a fantastic uh, guest this entire week, Miss Larissa. I loved our our ups and downs and I'm... that we come back together. <laughs> I know it's been a very non-controversial episode. I don't think we've taken a stand at all. So no, no, no. no. Well, we we took two stands last time, mm. um, and you took them both actually, which is that <laughs> burning plastic is bad That's and right. Marvin Wald is terrible. So I think we needed we needed to heal a little bit yeah, before we could true. jump into any more that's controversy. True. But yeah, thank you yeah. so much. I've had so much fun. Same here, same here. And uh, next week, your host will be Darren Hosted. Thank 
Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Amy Pascal with my guest, Larissa Chapman. Follow us on Facebook at As If The Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. And follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast, all one word. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcasting app of your choice. Please rate and review if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.